0: Hi, my name is Sava Trinovas,
1: and this is Arnav Vrstogi.
0: And together, we're co-hosts of the Backfield Rift. Thank you for tuning in. The NFL offseason this year has been the tree that keeps on giving, the gift that keeps on giving. And this is the third episode, bro. We we started started the offseason with our quarterback market, breaking it down. And then again, we have another one. This is episode three, (laughs) diving back into the quarterback market. NFL offseason, what do you have to say?
1: Wow. (laughs) Wow. I mean, it's incredible what's going on. I mean, we just had the greatest playoffs that I've ever seen. And we follow that up with quite possibly the craziest offseason I have ever seen. Uh, And I guess let's start with... Uh, the Deshaun Watson drama that finally comes to an end amid all the cases and whatnot. He gets traded to Cleveland for three firsts, a second, and a few other picks. Another team in the AFC that is just loading up. And I don't know, man, that AFC North looks amazing. AFC West looks amazing. I don't even, where do I even
0: begin? Yeah, I know. As you, you know, you as a Saints fan, I know you were really hoping there to get Deshaun. You were even feeling good at one point. You he switched
1: were... up on us. He switched yeah. up on us last minute. He I did. was saying, man, if you want to win, just come to the NFC. It's wide open. And he said, Nah, he wants to go to the AFC. But
0: yeah, but uh, another player did take your advice there. Uh, Tom Brady making his return to the NFC NFL. I told you, man, you weren't willing to listen. But I told you, he, he's not done.
1: You know, if you say every episode, it it, it might come true one time. So, uh,
0: okay, okay. Hey, just it's just how confident I was in that. But, oh,
1: okay, I'm sure. And then he's going to retire next year, and then you're going to keep saying it. But then it's like he doesn't come back.
0: And uh, then it's like, oh, all well, right,
1: luck ran out, you know.
0: But Deshaun Watson, though, I mean, there's no doubt, you know, he's 26 years old coming back with all the off the field stuff aside. You know, just from a football perspective, he's one of the best guys in the NFL. I play in the quarterback position. And the Browns are a roster that can win, man. If you put a good quarterback there in charge, a guy that can make plays, not only a guy that can, you know, run the shit, but elevate the guys around him. That is Deshaun Watson at his best. And I think the Browns are right up there with Cincinnati and Baltimore in this division.
1: It's a playoff ready roster. I mean, I was amazed that. He, Cleveland didn't have to give up any of their running backs. I thought for sure it, a Nick Chubb or Kareem hunt would have to be sent over. Right? Cause when you look at what the Texans were asking for, they're asking for five or six good assets, a few good players. You look at what Russell Wilson fetched uh, the Seahawks. Right. So I thought at least there would be one or two offensive pieces or defensive pieces that they had to give up. No, purely a picks trade, purely picks. Um, man like cleveland right you look at your running back situation you've got an amazing running back by committee the entire load is not on deshaun watson um you know watson's not going to be under pressure 24 7 like he was in houston he has a good offensive line and now he has amari and obj for whenever he uh comes off of that acl this is deshaun watson's best chance to win right here in cleveland playoff ready roster playoff ready coaching staff Cleveland finally got their guy see if they can make do with it
0: yeah another quarterback moving to the AFC this is one we're kind of manifesting if you will Matt Ryan another Matt getting a chance (laughs) this year at a new team to compete and let's all be real we kind of forgot about Matt Ryan in this league for a few years you know he's kind of just down there in Atlanta doing his thing but He's a guy that can play at a very high level if you put the pieces around him. And at Indianapolis, he definitely has a new chance here to prove himself and maybe make, you know, another chase at a possible Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. I mean, folks, you heard it right here. We both said it. If Matt Ryan was going to get moved, it was going to be the Colter Steelers. And we've been saying it in this league where teams are making big moves, win now moves. said it, man. If the Colts are going to move off of Carson Wentz, who they gave up a first for, they need to go win now mode. They need to go trade for uh, Matt Ryan. We said the same about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I guess uh, the Colts made the move, and Steelers are stuck with uh, the MVP, Mitchell Trubisky. It's a good (laughs) Um, But look, Colts, it's a really similar situation to the Browns. It's a win now. It's a playoff-ready roster right that defense long as Darius Leonard is there I don't really need to be concerned Um, and offensively my god that offensive line best in the league and it's not like Atlanta where you know Matt Ryan has Cam Jordan in his grill every five seconds right Um, Indianapolis you have Jonathan Taylor workhorse running back right this is this is the best situation that Matt Ryan has been since he led the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl and now he has a chance to make another run.
0: Yeah. And I think the interesting thing from the Colts perspective is Matt Ryan is not, you know, a an investment in the future or anything like that. It's just it's now. You gotta go win now. Yeah. And and with Carson Wentz, you know, you move on, it is what it is, but you can't get into the cycle again if you're Indianapolis. Okay, Matt Ryan was, ah, uh, whatever. Now we got to find a new quarterback. You can't keep playing this game. You've got to go win now. You've got to establish a concrete starter at the quarterback position. And I'm not saying it has to be like five, six years. I'm just saying you can't have a new quarterback again next year.
1: Hey, I mean, I look, I'm just happy that a lot of these veteran guys who are stuck on mediocre teams, Matt Ryan on the Falcons, right, Matt Stafford, uh, on the Lions, Deshaun Watson on the Texans, they finally have a chance to actually win the Super Bowl. Like they have a legit chance where everyone's saying, yeah, they could be our Super Bowl contender. They could be represent the AFC there, and we would not be shocked. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just happy these guys are getting a chance, right? And right. I'm just happy the league is getting more competitive like this. And you know, every week, I'm telling you, every week we're going to be talking about some AFC matchup. Yeah. Some AFC matchup is going to be at the top of our mind every week.
0: You know, you know who's making a lot of money from this? CBS, man. Those four four twenty five games on CBS are gonna be hitting this year.
1: <laughs> hey, man. Hey, everyone's gonna be staying up late to see those West Coast games. Those. Uh, yeah.
0: You know. You, you know. You know what I'm thinking of right now. You know that meme where there's like the dude who's like, "Yo, can we get some of those AFC games?" <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna. That's gonna be. That's gonna be Fox being like, "Hey, yo, NFL, yeah. can we get some of those AFC games?" <laughs> Hey, man,
1: everyone's going to want them. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't wait to see what the – prime. it's going to be so funny looking at the prime t- – what, what games get selected for prime time because every week we're going to be like, why didn't that game get selected for prime time? Or like, yeah. why didn't that matchup get selected <laughs> right, for prime right. time? Every week is going to be like a co- new controversy of why yeah. this game wasn't like – I, high I, high I high
0: swear high. if we have to watch Bears-Vikings one more time – Oh, I'll no. I'll, oh, no, no, no. <laughs>
1: if we have a, like, a, a disastrous yeah. – thursday night or monday night or i don't know america's game of the week matchup even sunday night football if we have a media like i'm not signing up to see the freaking jets play the jaguars like let, let that be very very clear i'm not signing up here to see games like that so it, i better be seeing quality football quality matchups every week
0: yeah and, and there's no excuses NFL because you could pick any one of these games and anyone's going to be ready to watch it so yeah but, yeah it's 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 really hard to get this wrong this year.
1: Yeah, no very um you know moving off of quarterbacks and going to wide receivers, uh AFC West, a lot of movement with the wide receivers. I guess we start with uh Devontae Adams moving uh to the Raiders for first and a second. Um it's the most dangerous offense in the league, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: you no, know, definitely has the potential. You know, you, you're pairing Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. You still have Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, who hasn't really been the same as he was his rookie year, but th- this was one for me that really came out of the blue because we're all, you know, clowning Las Vegas. You know, they're, they're that bottom team in the division. They're not going to do anything. And then out of nowhere, they're like, hey, yo, we're here too. <laughs> I
1: have to remind everyone. Um, man, I look, it, it feels weird saying it, but yeah, the Raiders are... My on on paper the Raiders might be the best in a category, offense. Right They're, like Derek Carr is a capable quarterback, and you're giving him an amplitude of weapons. Right, Devontae Adams, your number one receiver. Hunter Renfro is, in my opinion, the best route, route runner behind Devontae Adams in the league. Darren Waller, top three tight end. Man, it's getting spooky in the AFC West.
0: Right, and I don't know, man. You help me understand this, but. What what's going on in that Packers organization? Because Aaron Rodgers comes back and then you go ahead and trade Devontae Adams. Oh uh, no,
1: no. I mean, apparently Aaron Rodgers knew that Devontae Adams wasn't gonna be here when he signed that deal. Mm. He knew that the money was coming his way and the Packers would not be able to re-sign Devontae to a long-term deal. So look, man, there's I I said it last episode. There's some teams that just infuriate me to even talk about one is the Washington Commanders. The other is the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I don't know. It's just a waste of our time to even talking about the drama that's going on up there in Wisconsin.
0: I don't know. It's just, for me, it feels like, as you said, let's, let's, let's move on.
1: <laughs> Anyways, um, as the rest of the AFC West gets better, Kansas City seemingly has decided to take their offseason in other directions, uh, trading their number one receiver, their speed demon, what makes most of the offense run, in fact, um, and gets other guys open. They trade Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. Um, avoid paying Tyreek that $30 million a year, which is an insane amount for a receiver. Um, they get a first, a second, and a few other forts back. What do you think of this trade, man? Because the way I'm looking at it, Kansas City is regressing compared to all these other afc teams i mean you were replaced tyreek with juju and marcus vanda scantling and Nicole hardman i don't know man it's no longer the lethal offense it's no longer the scary team
0: yeah no it really isn't and i'm trying to understand what's going on you know maybe maybe if this is tyreek saying i gotta put me first you know i gotta secure the bag whatever it is but I just feel like it, you can't break up the band, you know. You you do what you want with the other guys, but you got to keep Kelsey Mahomes and Hill together. But if that, if that, if this is just you know Kansas City saying we're going to be better off without you, I don't know about all that. I don't. We'll I,
1: okay, that. I don't. I don't know if anyone is reasonably sitting up there in all Kansas right. City and saying we're going to be better without Tyreek. I think it's more of you know we don't want to pay you this amount of money because we don't want that cap hit. Um, And secondly, we've seen a need to build a sustainable defense, right? Right. They want to build a defense that can coexist with Patrick Mahomes, right? That can even be their strength sometimes in games. I think the move to move Tyree Kill, it's understandable, right? You get picks where you can get elite defensive talent, right? You save caps so you can sign defensive free agents. I think if that's the mentality that Kansas City's front office went ahead with this trade with, I think it's fine, right? But just know that if you're Kansas City and you're Kansas City fans, making the playoffs isn't a guarantee this year anymore, mm. right? This is sort of a middle-of-the-pack team now that's a few pieces away from elevating to the championship status. But the way that teams in the AFC have really gone all in this offseason, Kansas City is no longer a juggernaut. They're right. just the middle-of-the-pack team right now.
0: No, I agree, and I don't even think it's an understatement or an, like an exaggeration to say that they are the worst team in the AFC West right now, and that is <laughs> <laughs> they went first to worst. Right? You never, <laughs> you never hear that. You never hear that. But again, you know, definitely they're not better off without Tyree Kill. But maybe the rationale is we're better off not having to pay him thirty million a year. But my gut reaction. Is It feels like a mistake, but I don't know. We're going to have to see. He really makes the offense go. His
1: speed is so lethal that it creates opportunities for guys like Travis Kelsey and Nicole Hardman. He's the reason that Patrick Mahomes is sometimes able to break cover two, right, that cover two package that defenses love to run against the Chiefs. He's the reason that Mahomes can sometimes play backyard football Escape the pocket, run around, find right. an open die,
0: right, and I that think the safety valve receiver is no longer there anymore, yeah, and I think this season is just gonna be more on Andy Reed, you know how is he going to be able to adapt his offense, change it, and put these new guys in the best position to succeed and i, I have no um concerns about Andy Reed's ability, but, like you said, some of the stuff you can't teach right, you can't teach Tyree kill so. You can't teach speed. You can't, you can't teach throwing up the peace sign when the defender is ahead of you.
1: Right. <laughs> you, you can't teach that. Right. He's what made the offense go dude. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't see how they replace him, And I genuinely don't see how that offense remains top five in the league. Yeah,
0: I, I don't think you do replace him. You just got to find a way to work without him. There's no, they're not replacing him.
1: I think this year, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to show that he's more than escaping the pocket and running around the field. Because Juju is not going to get, like, a 30-yard backyard play or catch something like that, like what Tyreek would.
0: Right.
1: I think Patrick Mahomes this year is going to have to show that he can sit in the pocket for five seconds the entire game and just go through his reads and find the open guy instead of having to roll out every three seconds and, you know, sling it downfield, hope that someone's open. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have to prove that he's more than just a mobile quarterback this year.
0: Right uh, Another team here, you know the in, in, in a conference that's stacking up, the Titans seem to be sort of maybe getting left behind. They did add Robert Woods um, well, the wide do you,
1: receiver being moved.
0: How do, you, how do you feel How do you feel about the Titans right now?
1: Another team in a divi- in, in the AFC that's seemingly regressing or not doing enough to get better while the people around them are, right? When you look at their division itself, right, Indianapolis, they, they're in the contention for making the move of the offseason by trading for Matt Ryan, right? They solve the one position that's haunted them for the past couple of years. Uh, they finally have a at least five- to six-year answer there, and that roster has always been amazing. Tennessee's not doing anything. They're just sitting there with Derrick Henry. Um, they tried, you know, they got Julio this year. It didn't work out, right? So now your wide receiver core is in flex. Who's going to be there with AJ Brown. I don't think they're winning their division. And in an AFC that's loaded, it's going to be really tough to make the wild card. I don't know, man. Just these, there's there's going to be some perennial uh, playoff teams that we've been seeing for the past couple of years that are just are not gonna be here this year.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And uh I, I think it's gonna be another one of those things where the quarterback market right is really starting to get saturated. You've got so many guys that are talented. And I think the the wiggle room for let's give this guy another year, another shot, is getting smaller and smaller. You know, we see Baker Mayfield a couple years ago he was the savior of the Browns. Now he does not have a job. Remember remember when he was bombing with Freddie Kitchens? Uh, Right, right. And I think Ryan Tannehill is this guy you look at, and you, you honestly, you say to yourself, right, is Ryan Tannehill the long-term answer at quarterback? I I don't know. It's interesting.
1: That that situation could be brought up in a lot of places. You go with Minnesota, right, with Kirk Cousins. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He's on a short tie. He's on a short loose right there. Tua with the Dolphins short loose right there. Right. I, I think teams, I think with all these trades, I think there's one thing being clear. Every team wants to win now, no matter how bad they were last season, they don't care. Each and every team wants to win now. And if they believe in their roster and they believe in their coaching stuff, they're going to go for it. Right. At the end of the day, the, at the end of the day, the NFL is a business and they're going to make business moves a lot of them.
0: Right. And honestly, I kind of like it that way, man. It it should be like that. You know, every season you got to have that mentality of we can win this year, we can be competitive. And I know that's not necessarily always realistic as in like, come on now, like the Jets aren't going to win a Super Bowl this year. But like, (laughs) to an extent, I think football is better when every team has a chance, you know, and
1: yeah. Once again, if the NFL screws up any primetime games, I swear to God, I'm going to sue them. I'm actually <laughs> going to write a letter to Roger Goodell saying, yeah, you're a failure. Like, I I, I, I genuinely don't know. If, if I have to sit up and watch the Jets play the Patriots Thursday night, I'm going to kill somebody.
0: Oh, man. All right. <laughs> you might not want to be saying that on the podcast. but <laughs>
1: <laughs> League's crazy, man. Crazy league. And... A lot of good teams are going to miss out on the playoffs this year. A lot of good teams. But once again, we're in for one hell of a season, a lot of matchups every single week that are going to be blockbuster. Yep. All right. With that being said, thank you for listening to the 75th episode of the backfield drift. Be sure to tune in for our next few episodes. We're going to start preparing for the NFL draft, giving you our takes on some of the prospects, the positions, and gearing up for teams that are trying to ace it this year. Until then, it's been our and...
0: Satvik Trinabas.
1: Stay safe and take care.